The Competition Commission, which is smarting from being told that it doesn't have a case in the currency manipulation saga, today is decided to go after a struggling poultry sector. Don't get me wrong, just because they're struggling doesn't mean that if they are embroiled in any uh, collusive practices that they shouldn't be nailed. But let's get the view of somebody who knows all of the players really well. Anthony Clark is the analyst at Small Talk Daily and on the line to us from Cape Town this evening. It's hardly surprising, Anthony, that the Competition Commission is looking for answers on food inflation. I think we'd all love that clarity. One does wonder, however, if they are looking in the right place or not. Yeah, good evening, Bruce. It's uh, nice to speak to you on this very contentious matter. And I think anyone listening to your show is well aware of the uh, endemic nature of food price inflation in this country, particularly over the last two years, with many consumers battling to put food in their table and fuel uh, in their tanks. But I think the... uh, Competition Commission's terms of reference document that came out on the uh, 6th of February and the media release that came out today uh, came as a bolt from the blue to a poultry sector, which, as you say, is hardly uh, making any real money. Um, Last year, for example, Astral Foods, the country's largest poultry company, due to a combination of uh, government-related infrastructure problems from uh, load shedding, water, infrastructure, etc., etc., lost 1.38 billion rand. And here we are today with uh, the Competition Commission going after the sector, quote, unquote, uh, the poultry market that may impede, distort, or restrict competition. I'd love to know where they get that information from, because as it stands right now, the market is in slight oversupply. Uh, There is very, very thin margins in the production of poultry in a 72 billion rand a year market. Yet the CompCom is going after a sector which makes basically no money. Uh, the Commission has said that it's got reason to believe that there are those factors that you mentioned. But, I mean, I see those factors as if, are, if there are factors that distort or restrict competition in the poultry sector, I'd argue that you should be looking at shortages of electricity, shortages of p- uh, potable water, the cost of doing business generally. Those are big factors that restrict competition in every sector across the economy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Uh this seems to be a very easy target. Interestingly, it was uh, November 2019 when DTR Minister Patel signed the Master Plan for Poultry, uh, which uh, saw the poultry sector agree to invest billions of rands in extra production and job creation, which uh, they signed up for in agreement alongside additional tariff protection from imports, principally from Brazil. And over the last two years, they've basically been gutted and slaughtered by the minister and the government by either uh, changing their minds or bringing in some uh, fairly onerous um, policies that have basically gutted the poultry sector to the point, as I said, that last year nobody made any money. And when we have sectors like the bread industry, the canned food industry, amongst others, which make quite reasonable profits, also in what we would call a very tight uh, competitive nature. There's only four major companies that supply 63% of chicken in this country, but are even fewer bread suppliers and canned food suppliers. But it seems chicken is being uh, targeted for the fact uh, that it is an, an affordable protein. So one has to ask, is this an electioneering tactic? One doesn't know. 
Uh, it shouldn't be, should it? I mean, the Competition Commission should be entirely independent and should be investigating issues where there are concerns around competition. But yes, uh, many people will agree with, their, with your supposition there, Anthony. Um, when we look at the, the impact of these investigations and how long they take and the sorts of conclusions that they've traditionally come to, um, one doesn't hold too much stead. I mean, yes, the bread pricing one was a good one. There were a couple in the construction sector that perhaps were, were also timiest, but these things take an awfully long time. There's been one going into the grocery industry for an awfully long time, and uh, one feels almost as if these are, sh- are often fishing expeditions and point scoring expeditions rather than you know investigations that are going to get to the nub of an issue quickly cleanly and actually resolve any problems that might exist in a short period of time yeah that's an excellent statement as i said to my institutional clients earlier when i read the basic uh, documents that came out of the last two days and i've covered the sector for 20 years as an independent analyst it does seem to use a pun uh, a fishing exercise because anyone who's covered the sector for a number of years and any analyst of note would realize that the poultry sector, by its very nature, has extremely thin margins. At its, at its very, very best, it makes maybe high single digits. And at its worst, it actually makes fat losses. But I think because it's a 72 billion rand a year market and poultry, as we know, is the most affordable protein for, for the masses, one has to have a look at it. But it's quite intriguing that internationally, um, if one looks at what's going on in poultry and major producers like the U.S. and in Brazil, the governments there are encouraging those countries to actually consolidate, to actually form larger combines to bring down costs. And here we are in South Africa, where you would assume the large companies would be efficient, productive producers. And the government is looking to try and potentially break them up or to make the market even more fragmented. It makes no logical sense whatsoever. But one doesn't know what the underlying rationale is from this government. Thank you very much, Anthony Clark, the analyst at Small Talk Daily. He was also on social media earlier today quoting an unnamed chief executive who was responding to last night's State of the Nation address saying, and the CEO, according to Anthony Clark, was saying, unlike Cyril in Wonderland, we give you the reality of operating and working in South Africa. I think there's a great deal of frustration in the business sector, certainly, and maybe you're feeling that frustration as well.